the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the Gospel of Luke. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb. Dear Christian friends, the first day of the week was a new day. Today is the climatic moment of God's ultimate salvation story. The paradise of eternity, it's offered to all. The paradise of God's kingdom is offered to all, not only in the hereafter, but in the now and present, too. All because a stone was rolled away. A tomb was empty. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You know, the stench of death, it doesn't have the last word. It doesn't need to hold us hostage as if paradise is lost. The Easter message is about paradise being found. And the abundant life in Christ is offered. You know, we become that hallelujah chorus when we collectively proclaim, as you just did, He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let's hear that. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. You know, in 1799, Napoleon and his army, they were encamped in the hills right outside the Austrian village of Feldkirk. The people in the village knew what the intent of Napoleon was, and that was to capture that town. And they met during that night, and they agreed that on the next day, you know, because they couldn't defend themselves, they would wave a white flag. And they would surrender to Napoleon. Well, the next day was Easter Sunday. And as was their custom on Easter, the church bells would be ringing in that little town. And as they were rung there, you know, with loud bells ringing, Napoleon and his army, he thought that they were welcoming the Austrian army coming into a town. They weren't. But that's what Napoleon thought. And as a result of those bells ringing, he chose not to march into that village. And his troops withdrew to another place. As the choir had just sung, Easter is ringing the bells, declaring victory and a new day. It's like saying, your enemies, they have withdrawn to the hills. They're gone. You've been given victory. Paradise is restored. The white flag of surrender is fully to embrace the gift of this new day. To embrace the gift of a new life in Christ that we have because of a risen Lord. The bells ring out and and they declare, as we see there in Feldkirk too, death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? 
The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. A man named Fred Craddock, he had said that in light of the gospel, the unforgivable sin is to be dead. You know, we can ring the bell of victory, or we can stay in that tomb and remain dead. You know, is God's church filled with zombies? Or is it filled with people who are alive and open to the reality of God's goodness and paradise living in our lives each day? You know, why are our, our churches filled on Easter? And then sadly, there's many empty pews the next Sunday, referred to often as low Sunday for low attendance. I get to preach next Sunday, by the way, too. <laughs> so. I'm going to be here. And uh, I encourage you to fill the sanctuary next week. Tell your friends and family to come. Because each day is an important day in our lives. And not only fill those sanctuaries next week, but be alive in Christ tomorrow, on Monday and the next. Paradise is found, you know, it's not some ocean resort that's like over in Hawaii or some other place. But it's in the promise of a new day, right here, right now. The bells are ringing. And because Jesus lives and is victorious, so we live. And we know that the victory is ours. So what? What does Easter mean? What does this victory mean in our ordinary living? How is Easter more than an important religious ritual on the church calendar. What does it mean to truly live in paradise as resurrection people? Well, there's at least three ways that we respond, and they're all captured in the Gospels, too. The first is from Luke 24. It says that the women, they were terrified, and they bowed their faces to the ground. You know, what caused the women to react in that way? Well, Luke's version you know, doesn't offer any commentary about the, the movement of the, the stone from the tomb's entrance. The women don't seem to be disturbed by the stone's removal when they see it. They simply enter the tomb. And that they did not find Jesus' body, as Luke records, means that they did an active, a diligent search of it. The women just didn't peek you know, timidly into the tomb. They fully went in to the tomb and proceeded to search high and low for Jesus. And standing in the midst of this Easter miracle, the women, they're at a loss. They're perplexed about the whereabouts of Jesus' body. And still trying to comprehend Jesus in death, you know, as they tried to comprehend him in life. They're stumped about what could have happened to the body and that they were seeking. Only after the women experienced the typically human response to the situation does Luke introduce the surprising and mysterious element of two men there. Two men at this empty tomb. Luke describes these two figures wearing dazzling clothes. And in Matthew and Mark's gospel, the words are shared Do not be afraid. 
There's probably no more common phrase in the scriptures than God saying, do not be afraid. You know, fear is the ball and chain of the human condition. Our fears hold us captive. They, they paralyze us in so many ways. Whether it's being the, the fear of failure, or the fear of being vulnerable, or perhaps even getting hurt. Maybe it's the fear of not having enough, or the fear of death. You know, in those cases, that stone remains securely placed at our tomb. There's an ancient legend that the devil is pacing back and forth you know, after the resurrection of Jesus. And he's upset about the defeat. And he's heard muttering, I may not be able to defeat Jesus, but I can defeat his disciples. Fear keeps us struck and stuck in places. We know that it's the devil's way of trying to neutralize our faith and to to keep us in a tomb. To encounter the living Christ is to break away from that. It's to be filled with courage, to be filled with strength, because that victory is ours in a risen Lord. Secondly, another response is Peter got up. He ran to the tomb Stooping to look in. Don't sit. You know, what do we do with good news? Well, we share it. We can text it, email it, tweet it, Facebook post it, and Instagram it. And you can even tell someone in person. Amazingly. That still works. Yeah. The women ran, and they ran to tell the disciples themselves. Peter ran to verify, and suddenly with the sun rising, the sun Jesus Christ rising, there is a new day. And paradise lost has been found. The two disciples, they hurry to the tomb. You know, John outruns Peter. But before emerging or entering the tomb, you know, John arriving first, he is the one, too, who goes in. John stops at the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings as he looked in. And Peter, catching up, you know, he, he goes past John, and he sees for himself what John had already seen. And Peter notes, too, that the cloth had been coiled about Jesus' head, as we saw in that Gospel of John. It wasn't lying with the other cloth. It was there, folded nicely. I like how John notes about himself in that gospel. He says, finally, the other disciple, John, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. Our community, our our nation, and our world, we need to get the church moving. Easter is not okay news. Easter is the best news. The bells ring, and they call us to action, sending us to feed the hungry, to give hope to those people who are marginalized in society. We're commissioned to be light. We're commissioned to be salt in the world. Light and salt make a big difference in what they enter into. In our homes, workplaces, our schools, Wherever we are, we must not sit in like some weak resignation as if we can't do anything. 
but instead to rise up, to boldly proclaim that Christ is risen in our words and also in our faith with active love being shown to others. Now is the time, as we have been saying here. The third response is that Jesus says, Remember, I am with you always. I'm with you till the end of the age. Don't stop. I'm here. You know, Winston Churchill, he went to speak at Harrow School in London. And he shuffled up to the podium, uh, going a little bit slower because of his advancing age. And he got up to the podium and he spoke these words. He said, never, 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 ever give up. And Churchill then left the stage and sat down. In one of the shortest speeches on record, Churchill captured the courage of faith. To live as Easter people on this day, with bells ringing and with paradise restored, it's for us to have the the grit and determination, really, to not give up. To never stop fighting the good fight of faith. We can persevere. And we can endure because we don't travel alone. We know that we have a promise from Jesus. That he is with us. And that he will always be with us. God being with us. You know, that's really what empowers us to be Easter people. No matter what the trials and the tribulations are that we go through in life. And when we're tempted to climb back into the tomb, to feel defeated and worn out, the risen Jesus says to us, hold on, don't give up. Don't stop believing and trusting, for I am with you. And on this Easter day, May those bells ring in a new day for you and others. May you experience the the joy of God, his peace, his love, the hope that he gives you. And with Easter courage, as God's church and as we live as people of the resurrection, we know that Easter is true. Paradise lost has been found. How then, you know, are we going to then live in the glow of that promise? Think about that as you celebrate that joy of the resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our understanding, Keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, who is your Lord and Savior. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.